recording in this bitch, Megan. <laughs> and I'm starting my recording of my record. Megan, hi. Hi. How the hell are you? Good. How are you? I'm folding oh. laundry. I'm going to try to multitask during this. But, oh my God, you she's know. a Stepford wife. Just, just yell at me if just yell at me if you need to (laughs) she really is a stepford wife (laughs) oh god cringe i did just watch the season finale of real housewives of new jersey and there's some drama llama going on about joe gorga being a chauvinist (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i don't watch you know the only real housewives i watch is beverly hills yes i'll peek in on other um cities every once in a while if i have like nothing to do yes but gosh and i'm not going to go into this because i don't know enough information the drama going down in atlanta right now i know i miss well i mean i was gonna say i'm the same way but i'm not i watch literally almost every single franchise i don't watch atlanta but i feel like they've had one hell of a season like from the beginning and then this stuff came out and i'm just like okay i might just have to do a little binge sesh i know same because like portia stole her friend's husband the friend that she brought on the show yeah that's pretty scandalous and kind of unlike anything else that's happened on like any of the shows so i'm intrigued you have my attention i don't know about you but i'm feeling 22 also i i'm like never and i'm not trying to be like i'm holier than thou because i'm not but i am like never attracted to my friends partners ever (laughs) um i mean yeah i don't know there's just that like innate off limitness you know yeah like as soon as someone's like this is my boyfriend i'm like okay that's your boyfriend no attraction don't even register him as a man like (laughs) yeah it's like I yeah I literally can't ever imagine being in that scenario where I would like be at the point where I'm like acting on that but same if I was I feel like there's a very like tact there is a tactful respectful way to go about it And I don't mean, like, stealing your man. Like, that's, like, always off limits. But I mean, like, I don't know. Sometimes it happens where, like, people break up and then some people reconnect down the line. And there's a tactful way to go about that. I don't know. But, yeah, just in general, no. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm going to say I'm, like, pretty immature because if any of my friends got with my ex-boyfriends, no matter how long we'd be broken up, I would, like, not be that person's friend, which I know is, like, not the mature road to go down, but... Oh, yeah, no, so I did agree. you like him when we were together or like <laughs> I agree. I think that if you get to that point, no matter what, you better really fucking like that guy because you're probably gonna lose a friend out of it. And like if you're if that's if you're okay with that, then that's I guess your prerogative. Yeah, damn. That's just not for me, girly. Yeah messy 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 but anyway that's why we like to watch these things on tv because it's people we don't know and who we aren't involved with true portia stole my ex-boyfriend but that was a long time ago <laughs> <laughs> oh were you dating the stripper i don't know all i know is that there's a there's a stripper that's involved in this season and i've seen pictures of him and my lord literally lord almighty 
hot or no? Yeah. Wow. Maybe uh, I should tune into Atlanta. I'm going to send you a picture. Oh, la la. On the pod? <laughs> oh, God. You I guys, mean- Megan has been sending me minion memes nonstop. <laughs> I don't even think she's kidding at this point. She said we should go get minion tattoos. I don't know. I'm concerned. I'm sending you a picture and ignoring your sass. <laughs> She's sending me. A, she just sent me a minion meme right now. Okay. I just got really concerned because I was distracted. I got really concerned that I sent that picture to someone who wasn't you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. I'm just saying, look to the bottom, uh, look to the bottom right of that picture. Yeah, those silk pajama pants are telling. Yep, yep. I'm uncomfy, but like Mm -hmm. not in a bad way. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Wow, okay. Okay, we're starting this pod off um, in a right direction. Um, his name is Bolo, B-O-L-O, if anyone wants to Google stripper Bolo. Because <laughs> that's what I did. <laughs> um, okay, I'm hot. Megan, <laughs> what have you been, what, what pop culture have you been getting into this week, girly? Um, I... Tell us, tell the no. fans. You would think I would come more prepared for this question by this point, but um No, that's not the vibe of this podcast. Yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know. My normal shows, like some of them are coming back, some of them are ending, Summer House ended, Summer House is great. A lot of drama on that season too. Um, I don't think there's anything new worth mentioning. I did watch one episode, I don't think we've talked about this yet. Of the HBO show, Mayor of Easttown. Ugh, I keep hearing about this. And I, do you know, this Are you so hearing stupid. about it on Lost Culturistas? Uh, Lost Culturistas, um, I want to say my mom is watching it. I heard about it on a different podcast I listened to, all over Twitter. I have to tell you something so dumb. Yeah. The reason I don't want to watch it is because I hate the name <laughs> of it. I like the way that people say mayor. It sounds like mayor. No, you know what? I feel really uncomfy about it too, and I've never put that thought like into the universe. So thank you for doing that. Oh, that's what I'm here for. Yeah. No, I I feel the same way, and I actually, like I said, I watched the first episode a few weeks ago, like when it came out, and I've been kind of behind on it since. But I'm also kind of just like waiting. To binge it, even though those shows are really hard to binge because they're like fucking 55 minute episodes. Um, Mm -hmm. But still, you know, the time will come. Um, Who's the main bitch in it again? Kate Winslet. Okay, yeah. And another thing that bugs me about it is her fucking accent in the show. (laughs) It's it's supposed to be that way. It's like a Delaware or like Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah. Pennsylvania act. And it's just like, I don't know. It's like grating to my ears did you watch saturday night live um no but i heard bowen talk about the skit today on lost culture yeah they like made fun of it on the entire skit it's so funny um oh that's yeah a, i just well, there's a question i want to hear about snl i haven't watched yet i've only watched half and i had to turn it off because i was kind of getting sleepy 
and it was kind of boring. Um, Elon is Elon. Also, yeah. like everyone, I feel like I don't like a... watch anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, it was like kind of slow. It was a lot of awkwardness. Um, not even like just with Elon, just like the. They, like, did a, like, Mother's Day segment and that whole segment in the beginning of the show and that whole segment was, like, long and, like, very awkward. Um, it was just kind of an awkward episode so far. I might watch the rest of it tonight. Um, just weird vibes all around. Probably, cut, yeah. It's, I mean, he's just such, like, a polarizing character that I can't help but assume that there were just, like, weird vibes on set. Yeah, every skit kind of felt very forced. And once again, not from Elon, necessarily, but, like, from everyone. Right, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that, yeah, yeah, I'm sure that his presence probably had an effect on some people. And yeah, he was just unbothered, because why would he be bothered by, <laughs> you know? Yeah, so, yeah, I am going to watch the rest of it. Maybe I'll update you guys if anything exciting happened but I didn't even hear like a lot of people talking about it I think it was just kind of like a episode you know just like a neither here nor there episode yeah I feel like I saw what I need to see on Twitter and I don't know I've I've, like missed my window of interest for it you know what I mean yeah definitely Um, but yeah other than that I really haven't been watching much what about you well I I'm not watching barely anything. Um, Did you finish Country Hill? No, I'm a, towards the end of season eight. <sighs> I, t- I took a break from it over the weekend. I didn't like watch any TV over the weekend. Um, so I didn't really catch up. Wow. Um, so I've been watching it like this week. But yeah, so I'm at the end of, towards the end of season eight. I think I'm like two episodes away from the end. And then season nine is the last season. And then I will be done, you guys. So in December, <laughs> I'll be done with this shit. <laughs> right. I swear to God, this show's so long. And the thing is, is like, it's not bad. I actually really like it. But it's just like, I just know that I have so much to do after I finish it that it's starting to, I'm like getting anxious. Yeah, yeah. Um, you don't want to finish it. Nine seasons is a lot. So good for you. Proud of you for sticking with it. I know that that's hard for you. Thank you. And yeah, they're all hour-long episodes, so it's a lot. (laughs) Well, what'd you do all weekend if you weren't watching TV? Not that that's, like, the only thing to do over the weekend, (laughs) but just curious, what'd you do? That's none of your goddamn business. Bitch! Um, what did I do? My neighbor had a porch concert on Friday night. Oh, I read on my porch um, Friday night and then I went, walked over to my neighbor's porch concert. Because um, I finally finished that book I've been talking uh-huh. about. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. It was okay. so adorbs. I want to read on a porch and then go to a porch concert. <laughs> so that book ended up being super weird. But, like, huh. towards the end, once I came to, like, grips with a reality that this was, like, a weird book, it actually was pretty good. I feel bad for talking shit about it because honestly, like the writing is pretty funny and like dark and like witty. Um, it was just the concept of like the storyline was just so bizarro that, and I I didn't know anything about the book going into it, and so I was like, the whole time I was like, wait, wait, because I thought it was yeah. just like a normal book. I didn't yeah. think it had anything to do with like 
like otherworldly things. Um, so once I got like past that, um, I actually really liked it. Um, I think I, I wish I kind of would have read or I kind of want to reread it knowing what I know now, like knowing like, oh, this is like a book that deals with like otherworldly things. Oh, well, so that I'm not so like thrown off. But I actually really liked it. The writing is like very creative and like um, humorous and dark. It's called Bunny by Mona Adwad. Adwad A-W-A-D. Mm-hmm. Um, it was good. So yeah, I did that Friday. Saturday I hung out with my friend and we got um, snowballs, which is like kind of like a snow cone, but oh. kind of different. Um, and then my neighbor hired um, a guy to play piano in the back of a truck. So I we I did that. Oh yeah, I saw your pick. That looked really cool. Yeah. Um, and then Sunday I um, hung out with my parents and we went to breakfast in a museum. Um, we went to the gardens at the city park. We went out to dinner. We went to a cocktail bar and then we just hung out on my porch for a little bit. So. Wow, how lively. That all sounds quite lovely. Yeah, I'm just, like, living off the grid. I'm just, like, quirky and different. Like, only 90 kids would know. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, kind of. I'm, like, really so tempted to get a... Today, I was, like, I had the thought of, like, okay, I could get a landline phone and then have a cell phone that I take with me when I leave the house, but when I get home, I turn it off. I mean, you could have a cell phone with, like, no service so it's just like wi-fi you know but then i would need to be home for it or somewhere with wi-fi but like what if i'm like stuck out in the middle of the road i don't know i get it that was a stupid idea morgan <laughs> i'm just trying to live my life as a quirky granola girl who's like oh my god i'm so different i still have a landline in 2021 well then and you watch the show cruel summer i know that i told you about it but you should, oh, we've talked about it. And you should add that to your list. That should be high on your list. That's the next thing I'm going to start watching once I fucking get out of One Tree Hill. Okay. Well, good. Because I'm still, I'm slowly watching it. Like, I usually save it to, like, Fridays. So I can make it my, like, or, like, a weekend. So I can make it, like, an exciting weekend show. But, and I'm trying to watch, like, multiple episodes at once. But it's hard because it's so good. I just want to watch it. Gosh, I can't wait to get into it. Um, to throw the ball back at you, what did you do this weekend? Well, I... What did I do? Um, oh, I've been shopping a lot, which shocker. I'm always shopping. But uh, <laughs> I am, like, actively shopping for stuff. I'm, go- I'm going to Puerto Rico in a few weeks. Fun. I don't know if I've told you that, but I'm going to Puerto Rico. Um and so just trying to do some vacation shopping and I went to Zara and I wanted to try Zara jeans. Cause you know, they're all over the TikTok. It's what the youths are wearing. The kids. And my, my God, who are these jeans made for? Who are they made for? Youths, literal youths. And so, you know, I'm in that like endless cycle now of like buying shit and taking it home then going out the next day to return it and buy more shit and then taking it home. So this weekend I have a whole other like, track of returns to make and more shit to buy that I'm inevitably going to return. God, that sounds like my hell. I refuse to return anything. 
Oh, well, trust me, if you saw these jeans, you would <laughs> return them. It's so frustrating because it's like there were two jeans I bought and they fit like my waist and hips surprisingly perfect and like super flattering. But the cuts at the bottom were like, oh, whack. a cut could throw your whole fucking life off. It was, and I'm trying to buy like non skinny jeans because I do like the look of them and like, yeah, they're comfy. So I'm trying to buy some. So I bought like a straight ankle but the ankle was like super wide and like floppy and then the other pair I bought was like a like a slim flare so it had like a literal cut on the seam and the side but they were like so long they were like covering my whole feet and dragging the ground <laughs> I was like this who are these made for like just tall skinny bitches can't relate yeah so returned those and then went and bought a different pair in this in a different cut same exact size of these ones that were just like so flattering on me and I could barely even pull them up past my thigh I <laughs> dude yeah it's Shit I, like that doesn't make sense to me I get that like this that's just kind of what happens when you shop like fast fashion but you know what fuck it <laughs> Yeah, you tell him, Megan. I will. You hear that fast fashion? You're going down. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I'm literally like fast whore for some fast fashion. Oh, same. <laughs> also, like, because we're at that weird age where it's like, we're not young to the point where it's like, forever 21. But we're not like old to the point where it's like, Ann Taylor Loft. Yeah, I don't really have the funds to be, like, Aritzia or, like, yeah, I don't even know what's comparable. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't have the funds for some of that stuff. So, yeah, it's pretty much, like, Zara, Target, H&M, fucking Old Navy. Dude, don't hate on Old Navy. They have good jeans. No, Old Navy's the shit. Old Navy and, um, actually, American Eagle is a pretty like underrated wardrober in my life they have really good jean shorts I just actually got some from them today and I think that they actually fixed their sizing a little bit because I ordered some like sizes up that I'm actually gonna return because they're too big okay skinny ledge yeah no 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 they're not too big because of me (laughs) they're too big because they are actually the size that they're supposed to be. This dress in Megan skinnier than Mariah Carey. Four at ten. Um. <laughs> yeah, actually, I used to only wear American Eagle jeans back when I was like in middle school, early high school. They did have good jeans, and they last a long time. Yeah, I remember wearing their jeans back in the day too. But their shorts still slap. Damn, I haven't been into American Eagle probably in like 10 years. And I love their Airy brand because it's like literally all sweats and comfy clothes. And there's an actual Airy store in Soho by the Zara and H&M I went to. So, you know, I hit them all up. Watch out. Soho, Megan's coming with her credit card. Yeah, it's annoying and literally no one cares. But that's what I've been doing and probably what I'm going to do this weekend too. It's an endless cycle. I love shopping. <laughs> Ugh, same. Get your little um, 
walk into your store with your coffee. Oh my god. When the pandemic first hit, literally all I fucking fantasized about was getting an iced latte and walking through a Nordstrom. Wow. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes, because that Nordstrom cafe is so good. Also, just being in a Nordstrom is like my church. Yeah, my thing, mine is going to a Target with a Starbucks and getting same, getting a coffee and just parousing through Target. God, I want to go to a Nordstrom so bad right now. They don't have one here. They don't have wow. one. Wow. <laughs> oh God, I might have to take a trip soon, literally just to go to a Nordstrom. I I, I think they opened a Nordstrom here finally, like the first Manhattan. Yeah, they opened it last year. Yeah, I actually haven't been yet, which is <gasps> shocking. Because, you know, pandemic. <laughs> Add it to the list, honey. The Nordstrom and then the coffee shop across the street from your apartment. <laughs> Maybe I'll go to Nordstrom this weekend and continue my endless cycle of buying shit that I have to return. So then I'll have to go return it the next weekend. So I'll just be at Nordstrom every weekend. Oh, my God. From here until the rest of my life. <sighs> I'm going to live vicariously through you. God, Nordstrom is like, you just walk in and it's just like glorious. You just feel rich. Or like a Barney's. Wow. Oh, yeah. R.I.P. though. Shit. Um, also, I wanted to talk about, uh, oh, another, just other, God. Ooh, other things I've been getting into besides um, TV. Also, I'm not hating on TV or anything. I just y'all know how I am. <laughs> I'm not like, I don't watch TV. I'm not like a Shailene Woodley. Like, I wish I could watch TV. Like, I fucking wish. But like, I just, my like, my brain just like can't fucking deal. I don't know. Um, but um, speaking of my brain, I'm like, where am I? <laughs> Am I recording a podcast? You good over there? I don't know. Oh, I did watch one thing this weekend. I watched um, The Talented Mr. Ripley, which <laughs> I've seen like a million times. Um, uh, not. Oh, you haven't? No. Jude Law, Matt Damon, Gwyneth Paltrow? No, I do. Blanchette? Do love me some Matt Damon. Yeah. Jude Law is very hot in it. Highly recommend. I believe it's on Amazon Prime. Is Ben Affleck in it? He's not. <laughs> He's not. Um, Philip Seymour Hoffman is in it as well. Oh. Um, and then I got it two new books, and I just started reading um, Where the Crawdads Sing, which um, is kind of blew up over the past year because Reese Witherspoon, Witherspoon had it in her book club. Mm-hmm. And then she is going to be directing the movie, and it's going to be um, set, not set here, but filmed here in New Orleans. Yeah, and... that's definitely on my list. Um, my friend was reading it this summer, and I was going to steal it from her when she was done, but I forgot. So let me know how that goes. Okay, I've only read one chapter, um, but they are saying that they're looking for extras. Oh! For, so they just said to submit pictures of yourself and you could be an extra when they're filming it here. Oh my and they God. film a lot of stuff so in my cool. neighborhood because I live in like a historic neighborhood. So maybe I'll just be an extra walking, walking by. <laughs> that would be so cool. I would die. 
Oh my god, yeah, I would love it. Um, and then I listened to this podcast over the weekend um, called Counterclock, and I listened to season three. It's a true story about um, a family murder and how um, the son was accused, the 17-year-old son was accused. Wait, and, is like, this a- the preacher family? The Pelly family? Yeah. The- yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, Crime Junkie, who I listened to, did a yeah. brief story on it. And then they were basically, they were like, oh, go listen to this other show. And it pissed me off. Because I was like, well, what the fuck? Why can't you finish the story? But if you're saying it's worth it, I might have to give it a try. Oh, it's so good. I listened to the whole thing in two days. It's 20 episodes. Every episode is only like 20 minutes, 20 to 30 minutes. Oh, that's... Um, it's insane. It's insanely good. And the, I think the son is like completely innocent. And it's insane to me that he's even like in jail. So highly recommend. Um, it's The podcast is called Counterclock. And it's um, season three that deals with this. Yeah, I might have to give that a go. Because I didn't get like a good enough like full story from the crime junkie episode to really determine whether I think he's guilty or not. So I'm intrigued to hear you say that he is, that you think he's not. Yeah. I, I mean, it, uh, the, the, God, there's a huge plot twist, which is crazy. Cause it's like real life, but insanely huge plot twist um, towards the end of the episodes. I know it's crazy. Sometimes I listen to the like, true crime podcast and I'm just like beyond book that this is real life mm-hmm. and like people like live these real things yeah it can be very upsetting to wrap your head around to be honest or just even like the situations people like get themselves into and I'm like right. I just like live my life like I'm like so boring like I can't even imagine right do you listen to the podcast morbid yeah I told you about it Okay, thank you. I could have sworn that it was Sarah who told me about it. And so I texted her and I was just like, oh my God, loving this morbid podcast. Oh, whatever, you bitch. I know, I'm sorry. And she was just like, oh, I've never heard of that. And I was like, the fuck? But yeah, that's a good one. I've been really enjoying that one lately. More so than my favorite murder, which I know that I talked to about on the show recently. Yeah. Um, the thing with my favorite murder is like they keep doing like old epi- like recording like live recording live. episodes, yeah, or like quilted episodes, and I'm like, you guys don't even do your own research. Like they have people that do the research for them and like write everything up for them. All they have to do is literally like read the story aloud like once a week. And I'm like, you guys like have been MIA for like the past year of doing like actual new stories. Yeah, I just like don't get it. Maybe that's why I can't really get into it. But Morbid, I'm really enjoying it. They have good banter, but they don't, like, talk forever. They're not as annoying as the crime junkie chicks. And, yeah, it's good. Yeah, I like Morbid. Um, Yeah, so very highly recommend Counterclock. You would love. Okay. I can't wait to hear what you think. God, it was like the new Serial. Remember Serial season one when it was good? Yeah, but I listened to that because that was way before my time of like being able to tolerate podcasts. Okay. (laughs) I'm I'm still trying. I'm still learning. (laughs) I love this journey for you, Megan. (laughs) Thanks. 
Okay, should we talk about some celebs? Let's do it. Okay. Well, there's not a, there's a few big stories this week, but not a lot has happened this week. Um, yeah. More quantity than quality, if you'll yeah. catch my drift, y'all. So, God, where to start? Choose a number between one and six, girlfriend. Four. Four. Okay. Ellen DeGeneres oh. announced today <laughs> that she's ending her show after next season. Mm-hmm. So, applauds all around. We did it. We took her down. Dakota Johnson is our queen. That's not the truth, Ellen. I mean I feel like it's hard to have a reaction to this announcement just because it's kind of like um yeah no shit I know like like, like, we all knew yeah (laughs) your time's up sweetie um she did invite you to her birthday party you were in Texas at a football game being best friends with George W. Bush so yeah God, it's crazy that, like, that's, like, what rocked (laughs) the start of people opening up about how she's, like, a terrible boss. I know. It's actually insane. And I love it. Like, Dakota Johnson just, like, really took her down unknowingly. (laughs) Right. And I love Dakota Johnson. Same. She's, like... I don't know. I don't know how I feel about her. Because at times she can be really annoying. But overall, she's won me over, which takes a lot. Takes a lot. Do you guys hear those police in the back? That's them coming to arrest (laughs) Megan for saying Dakota Johnson is annoying. No, she can definitely be annoying. I mean, I think I think because because my first introduction to her was through like the Fifty Shades of Grey movies, which are just so awful. And that character is just so cringe that I was like, okay, that's who she is. But she's not. She's not. I just love her. Oh my god. Did you see that movie with her? I already know the answer. With her and Tracy Ellis Ross. Um, I'm going to look it up. It's on HBO. Yeah, no, but I didn't. But isn't... um, um, Yeah, it's on something. It's on... Yeah, it's on HBO. So if you have... Which I know you do, you little mooch. Mm. Um... It's called The High Note. It came out last year. It has Dakota Johnson and Tracy Ellis Ross. Um, Dakota Johnson is like Tracy's. Tracy's a huge musician. um, And Dakota is her um, assistant. And it's just a really good movie. I wasn't expecting to like it. Because I was just like. I never even. I saw it on HBO. And I was like. I've never even heard of this. But it was like a Saturday morning. I had nothing to do. Um, And so I watched it. And I really liked it. Okay, okay. I might have to check it out. I can add that to my list, too, because I always need a good, like, weekend movie. And love Tracy Ellis Ross. Same. Oh, my God. She's so gorgeous. She's, like, Mm -hmm. so cool, so beautiful. I mean, how could you not be if, like, Diana Ross is your mom? But she has her own power, her own right. Right. Um, so, yeah, Ellen is done after 19 seasons, which I was like, I mean, you too bad you, like, couldn't have gone to 20 just to, like, make it an even 20. But, like, yeah, like, that just makes me, like, 
squirm a little bit because I'm a very big even number person. You had to be like, oh, I was on the show, I was on the air for 20 seasons, but she's like, I did it for 19. Yeah. And I was like, okay. I mean, that's still, that's still like super impressive. And say what you will about Ellen now or whenever, like that's, that show has been like a moment in culture. Oh, definitely. Here's the thing. I loved the Ellen show. I mean, I wasn't like a huge Ellen fan like some of the people that watch that show are. But I really liked the Ellen show. It was so funny. You know, mm-hmm. she was like the first lesbian and I think only that I can think mm-hmm. of to like have her own talk show. It was like a huge t- thing for her to have that because she was pretty much ousted from Hollywood for coming out. Right. Um, and she, I mean, she really has done like a lot of good things for people and like charities and foundations but like girl I don't know if you became a monster or you always were a monster but my theory is she became a monster because I don't I don't know that's just my theory but because you're right I mean I feel like back in the day I mean I remember being you know she was Dory like I Mm -hmm. I knew who she was through Dory like, that's how I figured out who Ellen DeGeneres was. And she had a show, and I feel like I always watch it after school, like, with my mom. I was into it, for sure. But, and I just feel like she, like, got sick with fame, to be honest. Yeah, I kind of get that vibe, too. Did you, and I might have told you this on the podcast, did you know that her and Karen Kilgara from My Favorite Murder used to be, like, best friends, and Karen was her head writer? No. I did not know. Oh, yes. Karen was her head writer on the show. And then remember in like 2007, 8, the, there was like that huge writer strike. Yeah. And all of Ellen's writers like went on strike. Um, and she told Karen like not to cross the, like, you know, like don't go on strike. Right. And Karen was like, I have to support like our team. And so Karen, like, you know, went on strike with them, not like towards Ellen, but just like overall, it was like a whole industry strike. Yeah, no, I remember that. I remember and... that there was no new Desperate Housewives for like six months. Yeah. And after that, she never spoke to Karen again. Wow. I feel like I have heard that before, but it's like I'm hearing it for the first time just because I feel like I like know who Karen is now. Yeah, I mean, that was, like, over 10 years ago, so. Yeah. Yeah. She could have always been bad, who knows, but we know for sure she created a very toxic, abusive work environment for her employees, and her reign is ending. Yeah, and it, well, so, is the show going to continue like at all her show's ending so obviously they, they have to fill it with something like is there going to be someone else who comes out and has like the new talk show because those always fail so that's kind of fun to watch <laughs> I know they do always fail I don't know <laughs> I think so I think that they because she's been having like a lot of guest hosts this past month um yeah so, sorry go ahead I, I feel like they're probably like testing out to see who's like good um yeah, because there were talks of someone, like, one of these hosts taking over her show. Mm-hmm. But obviously, you can't just have anyone, like, take over the Ellen show. It would p- become, like, their show. Right. Hmm. 
so yeah who knows um i think kelly clarkson's show is doing pretty well but who can hate kelly clarkson Ooh. you hate her no 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 definitely not but she's got quite a little shtick and it's a lot to take in sometimes. She's got a very big personality. I don't think I could be around it, but I think she's at least genuine. Right. Like, let me just say, I do not and cannot watch that show, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, she has her thing and it works for her and there's definitely an audience for it. Who would you watch as like a talk show host to like replace Ellen? Lisa Renna. Remember when Lisa Renna had a talk show? <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Oh my god, did Chris you see Card- that photo Chris shoot Card- on her Nashi. Instagram? It's time for Chris to make her return to daytime TV. Honestly, I agree. I, but I think she might be too busy or... I don't know. I think... I think she's too nice, almost. You know what I mean? Like, she's too, too good of friends with everyone. Yeah, and it's almost like she's too famous because... Like, I don't know. The host can't be more famous than the guest. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think there would be some really interesting options. I'm blanking on all them right now. But what do you think? I'm like, who's a celebrity at all? It's like that girl on Billy on the Street. Name a woman. I, <laughs> um, and I'm like, huh? I know. I'm just like, what is that? Um, I don't know. Andy Cohen. Is Andy Cohen ready to move to daytime? No. <laughs> no. Definitely not. I still watch Watch What Happens Live like multiple times a week and he's just as messy as ever. Yeah. And plus like Bravo is like his home. Yeah. But they're all NBC. Yeah. I don't think um, he could do daytime. I don't either. But I would like to see someone I don't know. Maybe Tracy Ellis Ross, shit. Ooh, that's a good one. That would be so fun. That's a very good one. Okay, I'll text her later. Yeah, let me know what she says. (laughs) But yeah, so goodbye to Ellen after 2022. She out. Yep. And then she can... um... Deuces go like abuse other people I'm sure well and like the thing is like she was like the show's just not when creative people need to be challenged and the show's just not challenging to me anymore yes like girl let's not do this whole thing that is exactly what made me just like okay this bitch like just say you're done you can just say you're done you don't really have to even give a reason everyone knows and everyone agrees but don't fucking make some lame ass cop out like that well, then she even said something like along the lines of like, I made my passion of spreading kindness and being nice to people. So it's very hurtful when they t- twist that and make it your downfall or something like oh, those lines. God. And it's like, Ellen! <laughs> yeah. I didn't even read her like statement or an article on it because I was just like, all right, I've seen all I need to see. We know the truth, girl. There's so many, so many people that came forward. And all pretty much uh, their stories aligned. Mm-hmm. So we know it's you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hi. Okay. So yeah, bye, Ellen. Later. Um, 
Okay, in good news, let's just do a little even scale over here, yin-yang. Um, Olivia Rodrigo is coming out with a new song this Friday! Oh, really? Yep, it's called Good For You, and I'm jazzed. Interesting. Yeah, I can't wait. When does your album come out again? Do you know? Oh my god, I don't know. Let me look it up. I yeah, God, I'm so excited. Oh, she's so good. She just didn't she just want to win a Brit Award? I don't know. I like knew those were happening last night, but also I or whatever this week, but also I didn't because like what even are award shows anymore? Uh, yeah, I, I'm like Well the Grammys are like being canceled. Right. <laughs> the uh and the Golden Globes. Okay, her album is called Sour. Love yeah. that. And it is coming out uh, Friday, May 21st. Oh my god, that's like soon. so soon. Yay. Two Fridays from now. But Good For You is coming out this Friday. Yay, that's exciting. Her songs are so good. I know. God, I actually don't even know which song I like better. Driver's License or Deja Vu? Ugh, I have to say driver's license just because it was like the first and it came out of nowhere. And I was like, what? Just like everyone else in the world. But Deja Vu is really good. It's so good. Oh, my God. Like, how is someone I hate when people are so young and so talented because I'm I, like, I have zero talent um, at all. I know. L- yeah, literally. What was oh embarrassing? Lauren and I were just watching. Are you the one? Because they put old seats. <laughs> even more old seasons of Aren't You the One on Hulu. Um, and oh, I saw that and I was having um, college PTSD yeah. <laughs> I know. And they did. Literally, we're watching season three and I'm like, I've never seen any of these people in my life. And then I'm like, probably because we watched this whole season just shit-faced. Um, <laughs> they had one part of the episode where they all did like a little house like talent show. And I was like, wow, if I was in a group of people... And someone was just like, let's all do a talent show. I legit wouldn't know what to do. (laughs) Oh my God. That terrifies me. What would I do? I know. So now I just like have anxiety thinking about that. (gasps) (laughs) I'm really like, oh my God. Like literally what would I do? Yeah. Like type an email. I don't know. (laughs) type of passive aggressive email (laughs) oh my god mine would be like i could investigate your ex-boyfriend to the end of the world (laughs) oh god give me the his the first initial of his first name and i'll find everything he's ever done online at least yours is valuable (laughs) hey emails are important megan they are they are like literally never underestimate the power of a well-worded email which brings us to our sponsor, Outlook. <laughs> God, no. Outlook sponsored my life at this point. Yeah. I'm a Gmail gal now. Um, these are the things you talk about when you're old. Subscription boxes. Oh, my God. So rude. I'm sorry. Subscription boxes and email software. <laughs> That's actually the new name of this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Microsoft Office, the podcast, uh, the musical. 
we're okay. It's all fine. Um, John Mulaney and his wife, Anna Tendler, are getting divorced. Yeah. And he called it. And yeah, because they both put out statements. He says he wouldn't make be making a comment. He's focused on work. And she put out a statement saying she's devastated that he decided to end the marriage. And I was like, well, those are two very different statements. Yeah, it's like, you can tell it's bad because they clearly didn't consult with each other on like a joint statement. And she's like, he ended it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's rough. Um, Poor girl. I know. I felt really bad because like my first thought was like, so he's single. (laughs) (laughs) I know. But he has been, he's had a rough time lately. Well, yes, he went into rehab over the winter um, for cocaine and alcohol. And he's talked about before how he used to be like an alcoholic when he was younger. Um, so he's had like addiction issues. Yeah. Um, but he's out of rehab. He um, is like working on like, you know, he's not like in a halfway house, but he's like at that point. Um, but he just announced more, he's going to do some shows soon and they've all sold out already. They sold out the first day. Wow. Well, I'm not surprised. Me either. I'm like so in love with him. I just was like, so like they're done. (laughs) I felt like really bad, but at the same time, I'm just like, please John, like I love you. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. So your type, but, um, (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. That's sad. I hope that she finds peace because that sounds really fucking shitty. That does sound like really shitty, especially because he's like famous and she's like just like she's not just his wife, but you know, like she's not famous. She's yeah. like famous for being his wife, but she's like an artist. Like she's very right. talented, but like she doesn't everyone... have it of like the public support like he does. Yeah. And like everyone people knows people of her. Love yeah. Yeah, people do fucking love him. And I'm, like, worried about their dog, Petunia. Who's going to take custody of her? She's a little French bulldog. Do they have kids? No. Okay. Well. So, yeah, he's single. Not for long. Not until I visit Megan in New York. (laughs) Oh, my God, John. (laughs) Oh, my God, I go... This is what's going to happen. I go to that fucking bookstore across the street from your apartment. Turns out it's, like, his hangout. Because, like, no one knows him there. And, like, it's very tiny. I <laughs> like, fall in love. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, I would love that for you. Um, or you, you should just check yourself into his treatment center. He's not in it anymore, Megan. Oh. Well... I don't know, but I believe in you. I believe in you. Thank you. Please watch that coffee shop like a hawk from now on. I can literally hear people's conversations, like, sitting outside with my window open. I can guarantee you I would hear his voice if it was ever. (laughs) Megan, he goes in disguise. He doesn't talk to anyone. (laughs) He uses a voice changer. (laughs) Yeah. Come on. Um... So, yeah. Sad news. Dot, dot, dot. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's actually very awful. I can't, like, imagine ever getting divorced. I no. genuinely do feel, like, so bad for both of them. But I also just, like, genuinely love him so much. So, 
I yeah. can't like control my jokes. Yeah, I can't begin to fathom what that must feel like on her. Well, not not saying that it's easy for him either, but I can't even fathom what it feels like on her end to just like have him be like, um, yeah, no, not anymore. I just like when I read her statement, I was like, Jesus, things did not end well. <laughs> it reminds me of um, that, you know. I watched Selling Sunset, but that girl, Chriselle, who was married to the guy from, uh, what's that show called? This Is Us. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then he, like, left her. <laughs> yeah. Like, over they text. Got, yeah. They got divorced, like, recently-ish. And it was, like, kind of bad like that, where he was just, I mean, his sounded a little bit more brutal, where he just, like, basically texted her and was like, I'm done. And she was just, like, a mess. Rightfully so. Yeah, like, you can't enter marriage over a text. Sorry. <laughs> That's something you have to do, like, in person. <laughs> yeah, hopefully John and his wife had a conversation. Hopefully, geez. Um, speaking of couples that broke up, but now are getting back together. Oh, my God. Ben Affleck and J-Lo have taken a week-long vacation just the two of them in Montana this past week. Is it the PR stunt of the century? Yes. Am I eating it up? Yes. If this is not a PR stunt, I want to throw up because I, JLo, you transcended above him long ago. And everyone's like, yes, Benifer's back. And I'm like, are you guys? Have you seen Ben? <laughs> and have you seen JLo? I fully agree with you, but I also don't think that JLo is the type of gal to do anything she doesn't want to do, frankly. And so if she wants crusty old Ben, go get him, girl. Crusty. <laughs> damn but I mean where's the lie <laughs> I don't even think he's crusty I think he's soggy because he just no. seems like he's always like on the verge of tears <laughs> Stop. that is good him and his fucking Dunkin Donuts life sponsorship cause you know what is soggy literally anything from Dunkin yeah Dunkin Donuts I'm sorry if you're a fucking Dunkin girl Stop listening to this podcast immediately because I don't want your kind here. <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts has the truly the grossest fucking coffee. I like don't, and all their donuts always taste stale. I like don't get the hype. Yeah, same. It's literally awful. So, and that I mean, but in, even their coffee stale. What? Even their coffee tastes stale. Oh, I think you said get a cocktail. I was like, I don't think Duncan does that. I'm about to go make <laughs> another cocktail, so you're about to hear more noise. Oh, we're on the road. Um, but the fact that Ben Affleck loves Duncan, I mean, that like explains everything for me. Sorry, yeah, it makes Duncan sense. Nutshell. It tracks. Yes. Duncan's probably like, please stop drinking us, Ben. <laughs> or stop being photographed with us, please. I know, because didn't it come out that he has, like, that lifetime sponsorship with them or something? And then Duncan made a statement. They were like, no, he doesn't. We don't have that. <laughs> we don't know him. <laughs> Sorry to this man. 
<laughs> yeah. So yeah, they um just the two of them went on vacation in Montana. So, but like, even if it was a PR stunt, like it's just the two of them in Montana. Yeah. Like, what's well, their? They would have to talk. <laughs> right. It's like Montana feels a little too undercover for it to be a PR stunt. Yeah, and it's like it was a week of just just them. Like, yeah. they would have. Like, what would they be doing if it was? Right. A week is a long ass time. I just yeah. get curious. I'm just like, how did that conversation go? Yeah, like, like what, who texted who? And what did they say? Let's get back together now that we're both single and run off to Montana. Right? I'm just like, how did, who agreed to what here? Because they're both very recently single. Yeah. Or like, hey, the 2000s are trending on TikTok. Let's bring back the 2000s and fly off to Montana together. Benefer forever. You want a Dunkin'? I'm heading that way. Text me your order if you do. <laughs> Which also just made me realize that there's like a whole crop of youths who were like born in 2000 who don't understand what a Benefer is. Oh. Wait, who came first? Benefer or the egg? Um, Benefer <laughs> <laughs> um, or Brangelina? One of them was like, one of them was like the first couple to have a couple name, but I can't remember which one it was. Um, I'm pretty sure Benefer was the first couple name. Oh my god, legendary! I don't think I think they were like, oh two, oh three, and I want to say that Brangelina didn't get together until like oh five. That sounds right. Wow, so they they were the first couple to have a couple name. Yeah. Like, a true moment in pop culture history. It's so crazy to think... Jayla's, like, also one of those celebrities, and we've talked about, like, like Britney Spears or other celebrities, where it seems like the person who they are now isn't even, like, slightly related to the person who they used to be. Uh-huh. Like, remember, she dated um, Pete Diddy for, like, the longest time. Yep. And she was, like, sitting at nightclubs. She was, like, involved in a shooting at a nightclub. Yep. yep. And it's, like, J-Lo? <laughs> Wedding planner J-Lo? Yep. So true. Well, and then there was a... Speaking of youths on TikTok that I never miss an opportunity to bitch about, there was, like, a TikTok that was going recently that was showing a clip of Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg, and someone said, like, Who's this old ass guy with like, I don't know. Someone just said something stupid about Snoop Dogg. And someone's just like, there's a whole like population of kids on social media now that don't know that Snoop was like on trial for murder. (laughs) Oh my God. Or like, don't know that Snoop has been like famous literally for like three decades. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So yeah. Um, Oh, God. I know. Let me call AARP and start enrolling. But do you ever... Okay, like, I'm not going to lie. Do you ever think about your answer to the Lost Culturistas question? What was the moment that made you realize that culture was for you? Do you ever think about your answer? Literally every week. And I dream of the day that they ask me to come on because I will become prepared. And also, 
just like Darcy Arden, I think her name is, Mm -hmm. I will say the rules of culture with them. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that was a fun app. Um, uh, Well, one of my potential answers, I almost don't want to say this out loud because I know I'm like, Megan, what if they ask us to come on? What are you doing? But, but for real, one of my potential answers are like early 2000s celebrity couples culture. And it's straight up all started with the Brad and Jen divorce. Yeah. That tracks for you because you love reality shows and like the relationships of them. Yes. Like this, the whole Benefer thing. And then like, this is so weird, but my, like my dad and I literally still talk about when Jennifer Aniston and Vince Vaughn dated because that was such like a topic of conversation among my family. Oh my God. And they were so cute. I know. We still talk about that. Oh my God. I love Vince Vaughn. Yeah. But here he's a real asshole in real life. Not according to Dumois. Oh really? Yeah. Oh. Well then I believe Dumois over (laughs) what fuck source I heard it from. Your dad, Kevin. (laughs) (laughs) literally (laughs) um I think mine would be um, oh you're gonna just throw it out there too I don't know I feel like I'm forcing myself but I literally don't want to say it (laughs) talk to now fuck mine would be mine is like a lot of things but like all at the same kind of time um since I have like a lot of older siblings Mine is more like early 90s, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but it was kind of like early 90s, like goth, like, you know, like the craft. Yes, yes. That Um, big time too. Like, yeah, like Charmed, Buffy, um, Gwen Stefani when she was in No Doubt. Yes, 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 yes. So, yeah, that's like my, like how I got into culture was like all of those things. Like Buffy, Scream, The Craft, all of those. I know what you did last summer. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Very good. And very on point for you, too. I have my my real answer. I'll text it to you later, but I don't want to say it. Okay. Ben and Jennifer, (laughs) you made us spill our answers, you bitch. Yeah. You bitch, Ben. You owe us something. I don't know. I swear to God, if Ben ruins my life now and I never get asked on Lost Colts, I will take that dragon tattoo, Phoenix, off his back. <laughs> yeah, Ben, you officially owe us a lifetime of Duncan. That no. We, that we will throw in the trash. Just to spite <laughs> Ben, you now owe us to go to Starbucks and get us a lifetime membership. Um, Bowen and Matt, if you're listening, please forgive us. My God. I know. We still have, like, our better answers that yes, we'll say yes. for you. Um, we're... What? I said we're embarrassing. We're not embarrassing, Megan. <laughs> if I get asked on that show, which will happen... I'm going to burn down this podcast so this evidence <laughs> never came out. <laughs> Grubby. And I will be giving lobotomies to all of our listeners. <laughs> so send me your addresses now if you're listening. Um, 
God, that would be my dream. Could you imagine being invited on Los Culturistas? I would freak out. I mean, yeah. That's just one question that I lose sleep about answering on that show. I know. Obvious one would be my, I don't think so, honey. Which I also think I probably have one for that too, but I will. And your time starts now. Oh my God, no. (laughs) Yeah, I would have to think of an I don't think so, honey. And that also stresses me out because obviously it changes by the week. Yes, this is true. Um. God. Okay. In other news, can we talk about Chrissy Teigen? Uh, yeah, let's get it over with. You guys, here's the thing. I like Chrissy Teigen, but I will say I was like, geez, that was really fucking shitty of her. Yeah. So, it came out recently that, um, and by recently I mean yesterday, there's this girl, her name is Courtney Stodden, she got quasi-famous because when she was 16, 16, she married um, this movie star, he was in the Green Mile, and he was like in his 50s. Mm-hmm. So like her parents had to have signed off on that. It was disturbing. It was like all over the tabloids. People were talking about it like nonstop because once again, she was 16 marrying this famous celebrity who was mm-hmm. in his 50s. And not like dating, they got married. Mm-hmm. And she like lived with him. Like, mm-hmm. and she looked like a lot older than she was. She had like fake boobs. She was like, you know, platinum blonde, total, totally like 2000s, um, like quote unquote hot. Yeah. Um, she like left him and like has recently come out saying, you know, like that situation was like very disturbing and traumatizing because like, hello, she was like a kid. And like, what did she know? Um, and or I, I guess I shouldn't say she. I think she, they actually go by they. So sorry. Uh, you are right. Yeah. Um, sorry. Uh, but yeah, they've said that like that relationship was like very traumatic and like manipulative, which like yeah, <laughs> like why did her why did their parents sign off on that? Yeah, I mean she's like a victim here. Yeah, um, when I was sixteen, I was not trying to like date anybody who was like in their twenties let alone marry someone in their 50s and the fact that he was he's like a celebrity and he was like boasting it around hollywood like it was normal like what the fuck yeah it's it's pretty disturbing and like yeah like you said you're 16 you are a child you like i don't know you're you can't make these decisions for yourself so other people win these predicaments and it's gross yeah, because, like, when you're 16, when you're 15, <laughs> but, like, when you're 16, you think that you know everything, and you think that you, like, are an adult, and, like, blah, 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 blah. Then you get older, and you're like, oh, no, like, I literally was so stupid. Right, so I'm not saying that, I'm sure maybe she wasn't, like, forced into this, but there is an amount of, like, manipulation, and, like, power, and, like, 
and like yeah. grooming. Grooming, yeah. Um, so back in the day, like 2011, Chrissy Teigen like bullied them relentlessly on Twitter and like told them to like literally take like a dirt nap, to go to sleep forever, asking where their family was. And those their- are what were made public. Like she would tweet those openly, and according to Courtney there were more messages that she would send Courtney that were like private yourself. Yeah. Private private DMs. That were just like, kill yourself and all this stuff. So Courtney has like recently come out and said like, um, you know, this, this woman like bullied me for years and she's just like constantly being celebrated as like, this woke person who's like so kind mm-hmm. and like yeah there's like literally evidence you can still see like online of like Chrissy doing this to this like child this 16 year old um, and Courtney said like you know I just needed help and here she's telling me that I need to like kill myself and die and like mm-hmm. I don't even know her um, yeah and like yeah it's not like Courtney like did anything to Chrissy Courtney was just like living their life and like posting you know, just normally on Twitter. And, like, every time they would post, Chrissy would just, like, comment or, like, retweet it and just, like, tear them down to shreds for, like, yeah. no reason. <laughs> right. Like, I truly don't understand what about this situation, like, angered Chrissy so much. Like, what set her off? Like, she was she was literally just... And she said this. We'll get to this, I'm sure. We, she said this in her apology. That's just, like... She was just being a dick for the sake of being a dick. Yeah, but it's like, but what like bothered you? Right. Besides, but, like the fact that this marriage was fucking creepy, but like, oh yeah, and that's a hundred percent not okay to just be a dick for the sake of being a dick. Yeah, and the thing was, was like, yeah, this was like eleven years ago, um, and obviously, I, I want to say that Chrissy has probably grown up. Although right. sometimes I think she can be still like a little harsh to people online, mm-hmm. um, but she also has a ton of people being harsh to her, so I'm sure, like, you know. Obviously, I don't know what it's like being a celebrity online. Um, but, so yeah, this was 11 years ago. So it's like, obviously, obviously one, times have changed because the way that we treated, like, women back then is, like, fucking awful. And even women contributed to that. Um, and two, like, she's grown up. She's become a mom. She's, like, had, like, another, you know, a whole other life besides just, like, being a Twitter troll. Right. But at the same time, she was 25 when she was doing this. And, like, as someone who was 25 not that long ago, I just, like, can't imagine doing that at all to anyone. Especially someone I didn't even know. Especially someone who was, like, 16. Even if it was, like, someone I hated. Even if it was someone who stole my husband. I still just, like, wouldn't do that. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, what set her off about this? I don't, that's what I don't understand. Yeah, I'm Like, you have no connection to this person, or their life, or their relationship. I'm lost. Same. You're just being an ass for the sake of being an ass. Well, because I think that she did used to be, like, a major Twitter troll back in the day. Twitter used to be, like, a lawless place when it first came out. And it was just, like, a place for people to, like, 
fucking tear other people down. It's still kind of like that, but like there's a little more to it now. Right. But so I think that was just kind of like the culture at that point. Not that there's any excuse because it's like not fucking okay. Mm -hmm. That's honestly fucking weird that she Mm -hmm. did that. But obviously like things have changed a lot in like 11 years culture wise and how we like treat others. But at the same time, it's like, Chrissy, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I was like, really disappointed because I was just like, dude, that's actually like very not cool at all. I know. Um, so she did post an apology today, and I'll read that right now on Twitter. She said, not a lot of people are lucky enough to be held accountable for all their past bullshit in front of the entire world. I'm mortified and sad at who I used to be. I was an insecure, attention-seeking troll. I'm ashamed and completely embarrassed at my behavior. Oops, sorry, my phone's loading. Um, I'm ashamed and completely embarrassed at my ha- behavior, but that is nothing compared compared to how I made Courtney feel. I have worked so hard to give you guys joy and be loved, and the feeling of letting you down is un- nearly unbearable. Truly. These were not only my past mis- or these were not only mistakes. <laughs> Sorry. These were not my only mistakes. <laughs> I'm like reading sideways. I'm laying down. And surely won't be my last as hard as I try, but God, I will try. I've tried to connect with Courtney privately, but since I publicly feel all this, I also want to publicly apologize. I am so sorry, Courtney. I hope you know how I hope you can now heal knowing how deeply sorry I am. Also, I am so sorry I let you guys down. I will forever work on being better than I was 10 years ago, one year ago, year ago, six months ago. I mean, my thoughts, as far as, like, celeb apologies go, that's pretty, it felt, it felt different. Like, it didn't feel like a canned response. I want to say that it felt genuine, and I hope it felt genuine, but you never really know. I think it probably was genuine because it's like, here's the thing. Like, I've said, like, the person who I was 11 years ago was a very shitty person and I was like a mega bitch. And right. I said some like very terrible things that I would never even imagine uttering nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, if someone like brought something to my attention of like me being a bitch, I would, I would be like mortified and I'd be like, I'm so fucking sorry. Like, I don't even know why I would have fucking done that. Yeah, agree. Agree. I can kind of relate to that too. And I mean, 11 years ago for me, I was like 17. So yeah, it was probably literal dipshit. But also 10 years from now, I'm probably going to look back on me being 25 and be like, oh my God, I was a total idiot. I'm 28 right now. And I still look back at 25 year old me as like, ugh. But so, you know, like the, I don't, using growth isn't an excuse. I feel like that's a totally valid like reason. Yeah. There was like one thing I didn't like in her apology now though. when she said, I hope you can now heal knowing how deeply sorry I am. And it's like, I don't think that her like woo, like, you know what I mean? Like you apologizing isn't like what's going to heal her or I don't know. It kind of felt like self-centric, like, I hope you can heal now that I've said sorry. I don't know. That that I felt like was a weird line in it. <laughs> no, that's a good point. You're like, yeah, what what makes you think that her healing has anything to do with you? Yeah. But 
I mean, Courtney was the one who brought it up. So clearly it has something to do with it. Well, she was just saying, I think she was just saying, like, it's weird that you guys all, like, celebrate this woman. And she just, like, or I guess they said that, like, uh, you know, she attacked me years ago. But, like, their healing, I think, has to come from um, being in a fucking illegal marriage (laughs) and, like. Yeah, I think that her, yeah, exactly. I think that her healing needs to come from a lot more than an apology from Chrissy Teigen. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, yeah, like, Chrissy, you were just, like, a minuscule part of that. Um, So, like, I don't think they're going to heal just because you said sorry via Twitter. Yeah, fact. Um, But once again, like, I think what Chrissy did was really fucked up and, like, really fucking disappointing. But at the same time, I think we've all been, like, bitches in our life and said some really fucked up things when we're feeling, like, just in it's not even always coming from like because people are like oh because you're insecure it's like always not even from like an insecure place sometimes you're just a fucking bitch because you're just a bitch i would say sometimes it's the exact opposite of insecurity yeah it's you are so just caught up with yourself (laughs) yeah so i know i've said some very awful things to people and made people feel like very awful ways in the past and so it's like we all do like grow especially when you get older and you just realize like we're all just trying to fucking get along like and I don't mean like get along like let's be friends like get along in life <laughs> yeah yeah like move along yeah um cause like I didn't think I stopped being like this terrible person until like literally I had like a life relevation at like 26 almost 27 (laughs) and then I was like I should be like nicer and like stop having like a temper or like stop whatever oh I still am a little person well yeah (laughs) (laughs) Megan um bullies me online a lot she thinks that I don't know it's her username but it's very obvious it's Rocky's mom forever (laughs) um I don't know how she didn't think I was gonna figure that out Oh, comedy. <laughs> and then, Megan, there's one last piece of news I have, and I'm going to let you share it because <gasps> it's your girl. Take it oh, away. God, you guys, I got engaged. <laughs> oh, wait. I mean, <laughs> just living vicariously through my pals, Caitlin Bristow and Jason Tartik, who got engaged yesterday. Or was that today? Yesterday. Yesterday. Well, I think they got engaged last week, but they announced it yesterday. I don't really know many details behind it. It looks like it was maybe involving like a podcast episode that they were recording. Um, at the same time, I kind of hope not because that's kind of tacky if they like report proposed to her on her podcast. Um, but I don't care because I'm just so happy for them. And the ring, guys, I have seen a lot of celeb rings. You know how I love those celeb couples. I've seen some rings in my day. But this ring is stunning. It's fucking fat and it's gorge. It's so pretty and it's so huge. Yes. And they were um, going to Mexico today. I think they had just planned a trip to Mexico just to like reunite with her family again 
Um, so she had her nails done in like a fun, like quirky, like vacation in Mexico pattern, which is just like really on brand for Caitlin to like get engaged with like some funky little nails and like, oh, she's just so happy. I've been watching their stories literally like all day, just like smiling at my phone. I know. They're so cute. God, he's so sweet. He's like, I want to say he's like the best person to ever come out of Bachelor Nation. He's just so genuinely kind. Honestly, yeah. Like, I'm, I don't think that there are a lot of like genuinely nice people that come out of that show and have the staying power to like continue to be that nice and genuine, like in the public spotlight. Oh God. I love him. And I love how much he loves her. Yeah. They just seem like a really like nice compliment for each other. Cause Caitlin can be a little like kooky, quirky, you know, she's not like a regular girl. She has a landline. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And, but he just seems to like, be I don't know they just seem to be like such a good balance for each other it's so cute oh god and they have the two dogs and they it's so crazy that they like met because she like came to do like his podcast no yeah like she didn't even like want to go right like (laughs) he was doing her podcast and honestly after saying that if they got engaged involving the podcast then that would make a little bit more sense because they were flirting on that episode. I know. I literally remember listening to that because it was Jason doing a podcast, Caitlin's podcast with Olivia, you know, Olivia Caridi. Remember Olivia? You know? Yeah. And Olivia like later said she was just like, I felt like a third wheel on that podcast because they were just hitting it off so much. <laughs> God, I can't believe I'm going to be invited because I'm friends with Jason's family. Shout out to his brother. Oh, I'm already working on my speech. <laughs> I'm just like so happy with for them, and like let the record show that just a mere few weeks ago, I asked Megan on this podcast, "God, when are Caitlin and Jason gonna get engaged?" You guys, the power this podcast has is insane. I know. I feel like their engagement is like their impending engagement is something that I've talked about multiple times. So, Caitlin, you're welcome. I put this into the universe for you. I got you, girl. Oh God, I'm just so happy for them. Jason, you're so hot. <laughs> He's literally such a gem and so cute. I say this every time, but one time I saw him walking to work when we both lived in Seattle. Um, God, that's so cute. And yeah, her ring. Uh, just everything about it. Megan was so excited that she sent me everything on Instagram and then immediately texted me everything she had <laughs> sent me on Instagram. And it was all in, like, piecemeal words. It was just like, Morgan, Caitlin, Jason, <laughs> excited. <laughs> all in separate text. <laughs> oh, God. I feel like I'm engaged. I feel like I'm, like, my best friend is engaged. <laughs> That's literally why I said I'm so embarrassing. But they're just cute, and they're just pure. And, like, I just really hope it works out for them. I know, and they've been so happy for so long. And, like... I listen to the podcasts that they do together sometimes and they've like talked about when they get engaged, when they do this, when they do that. And it's just like the fact that they are, that just feels right, right for them. And they seem like a fun couple that you would, even though you literally just said that Olivia felt like a third wheel, but they seem like a fun couple that you would go out with and like 
you don't feel like a third wheel. You know what I mean? They seem like a very laid back couple where they're not like all about each other. Like they're just like a partnership and they can like do their own thing. Oh yeah. No, obviously Olivia said that in like a joking way, but um, yeah, it's just so cute. Gosh, their earth is healing. (laughs) (laughs) But really. Well, Megan. That's all I I'm like, have. I'm like all smiles now. Like I'm Me like, too. I feel so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like literally sitting over here smiling. I'm so embarrassing, but I'm excited. They're just. <laughs> I fucking hate myself. This is so stupid. I'm literally smiling from like ear to ear. I know. Me too. <laughs> what is Megan going to propose to me on the podcast? <laughs> Oh my god, can we wrap this up? I have to go watch all their stories again. Okay. Well, until next time, y'all. Meet me on my landline. Congrats on your engagement. Okay, thank you. You too. Bye. Bye.